Hi everyone! Before we get into the episode, I want to talk to you about the Spooky Pride Drive. We're going to talk about it more uh, at the end of the episode, but I want you to know, this is important, that it's Spooky Pride Month, and that means we at Lunar Light Studio need help keeping our jack-o'-lanterns lit, because all we use is candles. Our candles. Candles only. No, but really, uh, we, we would love donations. Uh, we are currently in the middle of the Spooky Pride Drive. It's going to end on November 2nd. You get all sorts of special tricks and treats, uh, including a song that uh, some of the members are working on. It's going to be fun. And all it takes to get these wonderful things is a donation of $5 or higher to our Patreon. So yeah, consider donating to us. It's your support that lets us continue to shed some lunar light on the world. Anyway, here's the episode. It's kind of spooky. Enjoy. <laughs> Happy Halloween. You're listening to Spook Footage, a spooky show where your two pals, Joe and Ray, watch movies, but Ray hasn't seen many. <laughs> Nothing scares me more than uncultured friends. But we'll see if it's wonder or blunder for heroic Joseph Peppy to try to save his friend. <laughs> there will be major plot details discussed, so here's your dang spoiler warning. Also, we won't be using any of that foul, foul language, so your grandma can listen. Okay. Mock footage! <laughs> Hello, ghosts and ghouls. It's good to back you have. <laughs> it's good to back you have. Whoa! I've been possessed. <laughs> Joe has been possessed by the ghost of Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Good to have you back in the spook footage castle. It is the last day of the month, and we can already see the bricks and the and the stairs starting to dissipate and fade away for this year. But before we get out, we'll give you this one last movie. My name is Joe Langlois, and this week we are discussing Halloween. My name is Ray Geroso, and happy Halloween! Now, Joe, I found all this candy, and I can't carry it alone. It's too heavy. I need help. Oh, well, we have some guests who are here to help us carry candy, I suppose. Ooh, Ooh, I get to help carry candy. You can also have candy. I was about to say, I might just carry it in my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I only eat chiclets. Oh, that's an interesting choice. <laughs> I know. I had a. I, I was trying to figure out which which candy was the crappiest, and that's when I came up. With. <laughs> I used to love chiclets. Yeah, I used to eat those all the time, but like now I just cannot. Yeah, it just sounds yeah. like it's like chalk. It's I used to think they were French for some reason. Like it was a French candy. <laughs> La chiclette. <laughs> Shut up. La chiclette. <laughs> Hi, Kai and Marty. Uh, welcome Hello. to the show. Hey, thank you. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's good to be here for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started here, Ray. Oh, I wanted to share an image with you. Oh? I know we don't typically do this, but I think it's I think it's going to be helpful for us on this one. <laughs> um, I've just shared an image with Ray that says John Carpenter's Halloween, and it has uh, the Halloween cover with the knife. And then it says on the left, the night he came home. See, I read the night he come home, and also <laughs> the night he come home. <laughs> this helps me so much. Now, now I know that um, Mike Myers' special power here is coming home and knife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But only at night. And mm-hmm. saying, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's his signature catchphrase before he murders yeah, someone. I'm pretty sure the movie opens up with uh, 
like some poor sap wandering into the woods and then and he, he goes <laughs> he yells what are you doing in was- my swamp <laughs> i was gonna go the same place <laughs> Uh, so who's okay? So who I don't remember who's seen this movie. Not me. I've and seen definitely, it. Yeah, I have. I think okay. I only remember parts of it. Yeah, I saw it back in college. I think I was in the room for that, but I was not, not watching it actively because yeah. I was scared. You were not into the idea. I remember a cool piano. Okay, that's more than I remember. Yeah, it was like. That was bad, but it was something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I think I think you got. Let's hold on that. Uh, hold on to that for our favorite line. It was. It was like. Um. What happens, right? Well, I think you you nailed the first part mostly. Although, um, there is somebody in the woods, and then you hear, "Yeah, baby." <laughs> and then a little child comes and murders a man. A little child. A little child. Okay. And then, am I the only one doing the plot this time? This is. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm. <laughs> oh boy. And we're all we're all just sitting, just staring down at you, and mm. judging. Does anyone want to help me? <laughs> that I'll help you. Has partially remember the movie. Okay, Marty. Yeah, yeah. Jump in there. Tag Thank me. you. Okay. Um. Well, you find out. That, you know, there's a kid in the woods, and he he jumps out, and uh, I think he's dressed as, like, a prison inmate or something. You mean and, Waldo. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> Waldo's, like, walking around in the background, though, I think. He's not dressed as Waldo. He, there's, like, a, like, he's wearing, like, like, prison garb, and then, like, there's a guy walking around in the background. Um, the stripes are in that year. What year was this movie? Or, uh, yeah. yeah 19... No, what, what year was this movie, right? 1984, just like George Orwell. <laughs> Not too bad. It was 78. Yeah, 78. Oh, well. Darn. It so, also yeah, takes there's... place in the future. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was yeah. made in 78, but it takes place in the 80s. There oh, that go. explains why uh, the little kid has a cybernetic eye, I think. <laughs> So that's part of his repertoire, is that he's wearing prison garb outfits and has a laser eye. And this is mostly normal. It's the killing part that's weird, right? Yeah. So Uh, they send him to jail. He's already wearing the prison garb. Mm -hmm. So they're just like, you gotta go to jail, kid. Sorry. Yeah. Like, and then... I'm I'm sorry, I just want to jump in real quick. Like, this is a powerful look. Like, for a villain. (laughs) And I love it. I cannot believe I don't see more Halloween costumes. Like, representing this villain just out in the wild you know well it's because yeah. a lot of people look at the waldo outfit that he has more I see. okay okay. and yeah. they they latch onto that because this one is a lot more difficult to pull off yeah because you do have to lose an entire eye to yeah. do it yeah mm-hmm. and then like there's like a whole like metal plate that has to go around your face and then like you gotta get like the the lights and the laser part to go turn on and mm-hmm. it's just a lot of work yeah, and, and like, like you, there's no guarantee you're gonna get your anyways. eye back. So like, you know, not a lot of people know about this look because like, not a lot of people mm. have actually watched the movie. They only yeah. know about the Waldo look. <laughs> okay, so he goes to jail. Mm-hmm. Where? But, so like, he goes to jail, and I think, I think when he gets there, um, like, you know, it's like full of like. A bunch of other villains from horror movies. And, oh, yeah, um, yeah. We get little, um, little cameos. Yeah, yeah, and like one of them, I think, is Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. And like he, we're I back in Freddy... the HECU. Yep, yeah. yep. And I think Freddy yep. Krueger actually like helps this little boy bust out of jail at one point. Okay. Yeah, it's well, so I think Freddy is like a sort of mentor and they're there for like a few years until mm-hmm. this boy grows up a bit. And yeah. then like we see a couple montages um where they're like doing <laughs> training mm-hmm. and then the next scene after that is just a wall explodes. Yep. And then we just see like smoke and then the glowing laser eye and then he yeah. comes out of the smoke. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's such an iconic shot. I can't believe I forgot about that. <laughs> And also, he has a, a, a fork. 
Or not a fork. A, a fork. Knife. <laughs> oh, it's a fork now. <laughs> no, 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 I think it's a fork. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a fork. I think you got that right. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cut in. Does this little boy have a name? Um. Oh, I'm, yeah, it's Mike Myers. It's Mike Myers. It's Michael the Myers. Mike Myers and and, he, and his and his catchphrase is yeah baby like like yeah, Marty said yeah baby does he does he have any other lines um, no that's like the only thing he says <laughs> he uh um there's one point where uh he's he's like disguised as a cat so he can sneak up on people <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, and that's all the opening sequence, right? That that right. just introduces us to, mm-hmm. to him as a supervillain. Yeah, it cuts um, to, like, the beginning credits, like, while he's wearing the dress. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so they put him in prison, but they don't, like, take his laser eye? He'll I mean, die. it's a prosthetic. You can't really do that or it'd be inhumane. Yeah. He'll die, okay. <laughs> yeah. So is that that's his weakness. It's his greatest strength and his greatest weakness. Yeah, but yeah. everyone's too afraid to take out the eye because they know he's going to die, and the, the morality of those implications mm. is, is too much. Yeah. Mm. The real the real uh, horror of this movie is uh, the, the uh, morality and mortality of humanity. So, mm-hmm. I mean, so we've really established the character of Mike Myers. Um, yeah. Who... Is there anyone else in this movie, yes. or is it just him on a killing spree? Um, it's his sister, played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Okay. Jamie Lee uh, Curtis. And I think... I think she's, like, 20 or something? And, like, Mike Myers is, like, 10. So, like, there's, like, a huge age gap in that family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, the the basic plot of the movie is that he's trying to kill her. Yeah, but he's, also he's he, mad that she called the cops on him. Right, and also he's going around killing the law enforcement and you know random yeah. strangers. Yeah, along Mike, the way, Mike Myers said a cab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. But he uh, also said a a pab. A pab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All people are. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the basic premise is that he's trying to kill his sister and other people, and he's just terrorizing a town, and mm-hmm. he, the the best part is, is that, like, he doesn't sneak up on people, he just walks at them menacingly, <laughs> and, like, like, there's some weird hypnotic stuff going there, because they try to run away, and they, like, start tripping over nothing. Mm-hmm. Is that one of his powers? Like, yeah, with the, his laser the eye? laser eye um, yeah. uses a hologram technique that manifests objects that will just, like, trip <laughs> Yeah, but we never get to see the, like, holographic stuff, except in, like, one scene that explains, oh, this is actually what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, because for most of the movie, we just see people tripping and falling. Over things as they try to run away. Laser eyes scan the room, and then, like, while he's, like, walking, like, you can see, like, the red part kind of, like, going up and down the room. And then people just, like, start tripping. (laughs) Yeah. You know, this is just sounding a lot more and more like the Terminator. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? So, do you think that the Terminator is part. Yeah, I was about to say, do you think the Terminator is part of this cinematic universe? I think Uh, so. Yeah, I think this is part of, like, they used this. Like, they used Michael Myers as a basis for the Terminator project. Mm-hmm. This kid okay. goes on to found Skynet. He, yeah, it's true. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, what's great is that he dies at the end of the movie, but he comes back at least four times. Mm-hmm. Mm. The circuitry in, in his uh, eyeball is, like, wired into his brain, and, like, because it's kind of also, like, a never-ending battery, it'll just keep his brain alive. It just jump-starts uh. his brain when his heart gives out. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like a jumper uh. cable that's, like, stuck to his brain. That sounds, um, atrocious. I that know, sounds... that's, that's why you have to get his eyeball. No, like... <laughs> You don't understand. Like that would keep you alive, but your body's still gonna decay. Like you, you'll be alive, but he. I don't. I don't know that he's gonna well, be walking and talking when he's one hundred and thirty. Well, yeah, the horror he's, of this movie. he talks less and less. 
By the <laughs> third the movie, horror. he he loses his catchphrase and he's just walking around killing people with one arm. Mm-hmm. His other f- arm fell off. Fell yeah. off? Yes. And then I okay because they, they did a remake recently, and I think yeah. in that uh, in that one he is like 150 by that oh. point. And okay. like, there's a part like there's a point where like someone like yanks his mask off, and it's literally just like a skull with like the cybernetic eye. Oh, so, like cool. yeah. he's like he's like totally just like decaying at this point. Full full skeletons. Yeah. yeah, not to like um, skip over like original John Carpenter's Halloween, but they brought Jamie Lee Curtis back to play a descendant of the sister, and mm-hmm. it, she was that was really cool. <laughs> Many <Yeah>. moons ago. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. yeah, there's like a quick like flashback, and you see her, and like, did she live forever? No, she's just a descendant. Mm-hmm. No, she, no, no, I think she's a clone. Actually, they like. Oh no, cl- you're right. Keep you're right. right. Her. You know what? We're doing the Goosebumps sequel <laughs> next year with Marvel. Maybe we should do the Halloween remake next year. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. Okay, I would. Yeah, I would also love for you guys to do Halloween three. Mm-hmm. Yes, just because. Mm. Well, I don't know. There's uh, a reason. There's but... like a totally different plot in Halloween three. Yeah. But like. Yeah. Um, the thing, the thing with Halloween 3 is that it takes place in, like, the 1800s, and, like, it goes through, Mm -hmm. like, uh, the ancestors of, uh, Mike Myers and, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. And what started, like, the whole process of the cybernetic eye. Yeah, and it, like, it, like, Great Scott! Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) No, and then it, like, also goes through why Jamie Lee Curtis has, like, these powers... Um, Wait, so what are her powers in this movie? (laughs) (laughs) We need to talk Um, about this. Her her powers is that, like, she can, like, kind of sense when Mike Myers is near. Mm. It's like a sixth sense, and, like, she doesn't have to see him. Mikey Um, sense, but she doesn't get cramps on, like, poor Buffy. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, poor girl. Yeah, like, she's got, like, a sixth sense where, like, she can detect, like... Uh, like shared DNA with people, so like, um, ah. so like she doesn't even need to use ancestry.com or anything. Like she can cool. just she just looks at she's someone. Cousins. She's like, "You're my you're my third cousin." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She can basically like, and she can tell based on like how like faint or how strong like the sense is when she like you know uh, is like near someone, and so like when so that's. When Mike Myers is, like, really near her, she's like, I know you're here, I can sense you. (laughs) And, like, then he goes, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And fails to kill her multiple times. Yeah. She's the only one that he can't kill the first time. (laughs) Um, Okay, I want to nail down one more thing. I just want to make sure this this child, Michael Myers, Mm -hmm. um, he remains... He's just 10. He's just 10 the whole time. He's just a kid. Yeah, he's just 10 the whole time. Okay. And he walks around and he kills people with his cybernetic eye. And, his and fork. a fork. <laughs> and a fork. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and this tagline, I brought it in here. I, I want to know what its significance is for the movie. The night he came home. Um, he is uh, referring to... Uh, Mike, Michael Myers and Jamie Lee Curtis's dad. Um, and he comes home and he goes like, what the heck is going on? What the heck is going on? And then, like, Jamie Lee Curtis, like, has to explain to him that, like, Mike Myers is, like, killing people. Okay. Ah. Yeah. So the tagline is about, like, an offshoot character, yeah. like, side scene where, where dad comes on the screen. Dad came home. Dad came home. Oh, Uh-oh. no, dad's home. I have to figure out where Mike went. And then, okay. like... Oh, and then, like... So, like... And stop his killing spree. Yeah, so, like, now, since, like, the dad's home, like, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis has to, like, go find Mike Myers and, like, get him home and, like, get him to stop killing people. And, like, there's, like, a, you know... The the dad hadn't come home for like three or four years, because um, he was on a business trip in Australia. And, for three uh, or four years, yeah, yeah, like, as dads was, do. 
Yeah, it was like a really long time. He was building like... the Sydney Opera House. <laughs> In the future. Right. He was rebuilding yeah. it. He was like renovating it so it was like a futuristic megaplex with like a hover car parking lot and all that. Right, um, because that was that throwaway that character in the throwaway line is a hint for another movie in the HECU that takes place in Australia. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that movie is Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> I was going to say in future Australia, but that's yeah. a little too future, I think. No, like, the the whole thing with the Sydney Opera House, like, leads up into, like, the Mad Max universe. Like, because, like, at some point, like, society falls and then, like, there's, like, um, like, the whole, the whole Sydney Opera House just, like, starts, like, rotting away and stuff. And then it turns mm-hmm. into the Thunderdome. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess forgot about that. Mad actually. Max Fury Road is also in the HECU now. Technically, it is. Yeah, yeah um, but it's like far future. Like it's the start of a new era, and they haven't even started that phase of the story yet. Yeah. This cool. is like this is like the origins of like the future stuff, and then like like all the stuff that happens in the Mad Max movies is like way way down the line. All right. Well, Kai, do you have any other? I mean, I feel like they they really drilled down the plot here pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got the characters. I think like the heart of this film is the characters. You know, it's like this this chase between mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis and Mike Myers. So you really got. I think you got to the heart of it. I like that sound of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. What uh, I we do have to ask, what is the is the most memorable line from this movie? Um, the most memorable line from the movie, I think it's when the dad goes, "Where's Michael?" and then Jamie Lee Curtis goes, "I thought he was with you." And then a laugh track happens. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yep. Yeah, who could forget? Who could forget that classic line? Yeah. I thought he was with you! (laughs) (laughs) It was just like, you know, with any other character, it would have just been like, you know, just like a throwaway line, but like, with Jamie Lee Curtis, just like the way she delivered that line, it was just so iconic. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. True and good. Yeah. All right, let's go eat some popcorn. All right. Yum. time to watch the movie i guess but before we do that i need to get rid of all this popcorn so and while i do that i'm going to talk to you about some podcasts on the network and i'm going to be selfish and i'm going to talk about Overwitch. it's one of the best casual gaming news sources out there where your three best friends talk about video games and then when their discussion comes to a close they decide if the featured game is worth your time, and if you're going to spend more time on that game. It features me, my friend Terrence, and Joe. You know Joe. Joe's a, Joe's a voice that you're probably familiar with if you're listening to this podcast. But it's a, a lot of fun, and it comes out every other Friday on the Lunar Light Studio, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Let's see. Okay. I'm going to talk to you about a second podcast while I have you here entranced with this very buttery popcorn. I want to talk to you about Ending Pending. It's a podcast where the hosts Andy, Evan, and Ronnie discuss television shows that never got the ending they deserve because they only lasted for a single season. Ending Pending goes episode by episode to find out what's working, what's not working, and where it all went wrong. New episodes are out every Wednesday on EndingPending.com and Lunar Light Studio. Um, because I'm a real good friend, I'm going to throw in a third option here for Joe if he decides to use it. Another podcast I'd like to talk to you about is Whatchacallit. It's a conversational, freeform comedy podcast where two friends talk about whatever is on their minds. Join Brit and Reed as they get together to discuss current events, pop culture, or any other nerdy thing that comes to mind. New episodes are available every other Tuesday on Lunar Light Studio or wherever you get your podcasts. What you call it? Your belly button is your old mouth. So, I'm not going to do that again because they do it much better. But I am going to eat the rest of this popcorn as I start watching this scary Halloween movie. Oh no.
Um, okay. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Smell my feet. A movie all about Halloween. Um, a biopic, really. Yeah, I can't believe they passed out so much candy in this movie. I know. Yeah. They are... even paid homage to like All Hallows Eve, which was really nice. Yeah. How's everyone feeling right now about this movie and in general? I like it. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I've I've always liked this movie, but like, but it holds up mm-hmm. upon yeah. repeat yeah. viewing. I had a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Good. I think I noticed a few of the more, like, silly aspects of it this time, but, like, that's not really mm-hmm. a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like, you can see a little bit of the age, but it still holds up very well, because this is the first time I'm seeing it. It holds up very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I liked it a lot more than the first time I watched it. Yeah. But the first time I watched it, I watched the first three movies, like, as part of a marathon, and... I was just getting silly with it with a friend of mine. Yeah, so you saw uh, Halloween, Halloween, and Halloween. <laughs> exactly, um, but uh, I I remembered like all of them being like kind of silly and and goofy and but I think that they lean into that more in the later ones, like when they introduce the the sibling um, relationship aspect and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, it gets yeah. goofier as it goes on. But the I'm sorry, first that one was alone, real. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. Oh, they no. Like, they just don't do it until the second movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but before they introduce all of that stuff, and it's just a standalone movie, this, it's, it's a really good flick. Yeah, I... So, um, Mike... Well, we should probably go into the plot, huh? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to take it, Kai? Um, sure. So... Halloween, it does open on a very, very young Michael Myers, and he is not dressed as a prison inmate, though. He is dressed as a clown, which is still, like, kind of weird, but, you know. Giving Klaus a bad name, though. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. he murders his sister because she is having sex instead of, like, looking after him. And so he gets taken off to some sort of mental hospital. And then it cuts to, like, how many years later? Like, 15 years later? 15. Or something like, 15. like that. Yeah. And then he escapes. And Laurie Strode, who is played by Jamie Lee Curtis, is supposed to be babysitting on Halloween night. She has two friends who are also babysitting. But her friends are kind of, like, planning to mess around with their boyfriends instead of focusing on babysitting. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Michael is, like, kind of prowling around and mm-hmm. killing people. He escapes from the asylum. We got that right. Yeah. Um, only uh-huh. he was already outside uh, and he stole um, a character that we didn't talk about in the first part, uh, Dr. Loomis's car. Um, and Dr. Loomis is like the most useless person in this whole yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Dr. Loomis is like a psychologist who's studying Michael Myers and yeah, he chases him around the whole movie, but basically he does nothing because he always he stands around him. for about thirty minutes. Yeah, he like hides yeah. in the bushes. At one point, he yells at some kids and scares them, and then kind of laughs about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just establishes. He just constantly establishes that Michael Myers is a dangerous person, which we kind of know. figure out already. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like he's killed people. We got it. Yeah. yeah, he's there because he has a, a license to carry a gun, which is yeah. used at the end to shoot Michael mm-hmm. off a balcony. Yeah. I'm not convinced he has a license. I'm. He yeah. probably doesn't. He I probably stole surprised. that gun from a cop. Yeah. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, but yeah, um, Michael Myers is then escaped, and he goes on a murder spree and he kills the the babysitter friends mm-hmm. and he steals his sister's tombstone from the grave graveyard mm-hmm. and then Lori played by Jamie Lee Curtis the the main character babysitter who was doing a good job um, at the end of the movie walks in on a terrible scene to find her friends all murdered and the tombstone saying Judith Myers and this just horrific 
yeah. nightmarish yeah. art that Michael Myers has it was created like, for kinda her. Kind of cool. I don't know. The reveal was cool, though. Yeah, it was. It was terrifying and very bad, but it was it was a good scene. Mm-hmm. This movie's like really good at the way it reveals information. I feel like yeah, it's kind of like a slow burn. Um, they give you like just enough. But mm-hmm. there's not like too much exposition or anything like that, and then like I don't know, the camera work helps a lot mm-hmm. as yeah. well. There's a lot of um, like point of view shots where like you're either looking at something from the point of view of Lori or from Michael, and like mm-hmm. it switches a lot. It's really cool. Yeah, because they're set up as weird dual protagonists. <laughs> yeah. I really like how the the violence here isn't excessive, but when it's there, it's it's not gruesome, but but it's like it it's just hard to watch. Sometimes. It's hard to watch yeah. because it's like it's it's very real. Like mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. a lot of him like strangling people, and like it takes time to strangle mm-hmm. someone, and they don't just like cut away or like mm-hmm. pan the camera up or something. Like you sit there and watch him squeeze the life out of somebody and it's mm-hmm. yeah hard to watch yeah and there's yeah. only a few scenes but it it's it's tough and then you get the confrontation at the end with Laurie and it's just the whole thing is just very well done where she's panicking and he's just doing his thing yeah he's like walking after her with a knife and like there are parts where like she's like telling the kids she's babysitting to like run away and mm-hmm. uh um and like go down the street or whatever and like she like keeps stabbing him with things and he's like fine <laughs> yeah and like and uh, part of me thought like oh this is silly but also it's very terrifying that he's not being affected by any of these things mm-hmm. yeah 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 my favorite one was like w- like when she's in the closet and, like, he's, like, busting through, like, the closet door to, like, get to her. And, like, she, like, very quickly fashions a shank out of a hanger. Uh-huh. And she just, like, stabs him in the face with it. Resourceful. I really mm. enjoy Lori. She's yeah. very resourceful with what she's got. And she's not dumb about anything. No. Yeah. She's not. Uh, except for when except she for... was stuck at the door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where she's, like, tra- there's, like, a rake sitting at the door and like she's like trying really hard to like just like jiggle the handle to get it open and like michael like puts his fist through the kitchen door to get to her and then she like watches that and goes oh wait and then she does the same thing with her hands into the glass door to open the door (laughs) yeah yeah and it's cool it's nice because we get to see like bleeding hands after that on Mm -hmm. her because you know glass cuts people Yeah. yeah And it was just a nice detail. Yeah. Yeah, I liked that. Um, I feel like I just have a bunch of random trivia about this movie. Go, yeah. go, go. Trivia. Okay, so I think most people know this, but I'll tell you anyways. That the Michael Myers mask is um, uh, William Shatner. <laughs> it's a Captain Kirk mask. That they, like, oh, really? I didn't know this. Because yeah. this movie was made on, like, a really low budget, yeah. so yeah. all the props mm-hmm. and stuff are, like, you know, they didn't really spend a ton of money. And you don't need to. It's creepy mm-hmm. and iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's, um, sorry to interrupt your trivia, but what's really unsettling about it is that it just takes place on Halloween night with people going yeah. around, and it it's just a normal night, and mm-hmm. it's just a scary situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that... there, like there's a part where, like, after their confrontation in the house, um, Lori runs to. She's like running and trying to get help, and she like goes up to this porch and she's like, "Anybody, please help me!" And the people like open the shutters and look at her, and then turn the porch light off and close the shutters. And I'm like, "Yeah, that that could happen." Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this, this like, sucks. People just think it's a Halloween prank, but like, yeah, in or, my opinion, or just don't want to help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is, like, even crappier than, like, if they just think it's a prank. Yeah. Like, honestly, if you're, like, gonna do a prank on Halloween, I would, like, most people would, like, do, like, the the TP and eggs, honestly. Yeah. I don't think anyone would start screaming for help if they didn't need help. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that that's actually, like, 
what I love about this movie. And I think, like, within horror history, this is one of the first films to really do that, to take the horror and, like, put it in an everyday scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because especially a lot of... the time oh. this came out, it's, like, I don't know, like, child abductions and murder and stuff were, mm-hmm. like, happening mm-hmm. a lot. And so I think, like, that's a very real horror, to just put it, to make people realize, like, hey, this can happen in your neighborhood. Like, this can happen yeah. anywhere. Well, there's yeah. that scene where he's following Tommy with the with the fence, which was a really good scene. Yeah. But it was very unsettling and disturbing thinking, oh, there's this strange man watching a child. Yeah. And yeah. he doesn't hurt children in this movie, but No, because we, we decided he was he went to Chuck E. Cheese with them and like he bought After his sister pizza. didn't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> and so like all the kids are like cool with Michael Myers because they went to Chuck E. Cheese and like had pizza and played the spider stepping game. Mm. And like had a good time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's just after all the adults were saying no to Chuck E. Cheese when yeah. you could have just let, he's like, let Charles E. Cheese into your heart. Yeah. He's like, Why why don't you go to Chuck E. Cheese with us? And the adults were like, No, you need to grow up, Michael and then he got mad and decided to kill them. <laughs> Um, but you, you, you had more trivia, Kai? Oh, um... I have one. Okay, go. Ooh. Um, so, Jamie Lee Curtis is the daughter of the woman who played, uh, the woman that got murdered in the shower in Psycho. That's so cool, mm-hmm. still. So, like, uh, Scream Queen kind of runs in her blood. I love yes. that. I So, Jamie Lee Curtis has also done Freaky Friday, which is another horror movie. Yes, it's more psychological than anything. So, mm-hmm. I didn't know that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was a scream queen until we watched Scream and they had that whole monologue about her. Yeah. <laughs> Turn around, Jamie. Turn around. Yeah, though. For real, though. Turn around, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Turn around. Like, she. how many times did she kill this guy? Three? Uh, three <laughs> times, I think. In this movie. In and this, then there's... Yeah, in this movie. <laughs> And then Dr. Loomis got, like, the final kill, which, like, doesn't count Whatever. because he sucks. Yeah, that was kind <laughs> yeah. of sucks. He just showed up he and, missed, like, shot him. and was He like, missed every shot. And I'm Michael Myers sure just pretended did. to be shot. To jump. Honestly. <laughs> what, right. what should have happened is that he should have come in, and then Michael, knocks him, Michael Myers knocks him out, and then Laurie grabs the gun and then shoots Michael Myers. That's what yeah. should have happened. It really should have. And, like, Honestly, the only thing I really don't like about this movie is everything involving Dr. Loomis. Yeah. yeah. He just he's sucks. kind of a jerk. Like, he's yeah. like, this thing is not a human. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm like, mm. okay. Well, you shouldn't Michael be a psychiatrist was... if you're going to treat your patients like that. Yeah. It's like Michael was like six years old mm-hmm. yeah. when you first met him. Like, you can't just say that about a six-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, this movie is trying to drive home the point that Michael is pure evil, but, like, the character of Dr. Loomis saying this this thing is not human, it's pure yeah. evil, doesn't... That, that's not tactful. Yeah, for real. Yeah. All, like, just show us instead. And they did. Yeah. The dog. I really oh, think dog. Dr. Loomis, like, saying, like, he's pure evil, like, really affected Michael into, like, thinking that he was. Yeah. 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 Well, if you want to yeah. read even more into it, which I don't think this is ever, like, strongly implied, but I kind of get this impression that, like, it's very likely Michael might have been abused in some way by mm. Yeah, it's possible. Or the boy, because, like, I don't know, it's, like, what kind of, like, he clearly knows what's going on when he walks in on them having sex mm-hmm. as a six-year-old. Or he, so does, like, he doesn't walk in mm-hmm. on them having sex, he just, like, walks in. He watches it happen, and then he walks in after... Yeah. yeah, like, his whole response to that is just weird. Like, mm-hmm, yeah, he mm-hmm. walks in after they have sex, and then he just, like, murders his sister. Like, I don't know. I mean, clearly, like, it is established that he's not psychologically normal, but, like, I wonder if there's some reasons for that that mm-hmm. may have to do with abuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's... Um, I don't know if the other movies explore that. Y'all y'all watch them, but in this I've, one, it's yeah. not. I've I seen the recall. second one. I haven't seen any of the other they... ones, except for the remake. Oh, yeah. okay, so Loomis is great in the third one. <laughs> Wait, Loomis is in the third one? <laughs> I think so, if I remember correctly. In Halloween. He, he, uh... <laughs> he, you know what, yeah, he, he dies a tragic death, and it's... 
It's incredible. Yeah, Michael just kind of explodes him with his mind powers in number three. <laughs> Opening scene. Yeah. <laughs> to finally end that saga of Loomis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He and says, then... Michael Myers is true evil. He's not human. And then he explodes. Yeah. <laughs> Michael just, like, goes, and, like, explodes It's him. like, I think the purpose of Loomis is to, like, drill into the audience how terrifying Michael Myers is and, like, explain away how he's able to live through being killed yeah <laughs> and stuff like that but he's not mm-hmm. human he can get up and it, kill people after he dies yeah it, it's to me it's scarier ignoring all of this stuff with loomis yeah like if loomis yeah. had been a proper doctor and been like you know let's like trying to be therapeutic and mm-hmm. michael resisted therapy then that would be even scarier you know yeah. and, mm-hmm. um I don't know. He could have been wearing a bulletproof vest too. Like, like <laughs> the I remember the first time watching this movie, being like, "Oh come on!" Like he's gonna just walk and catch up to here. Oh come on! Like he's gonna uh, survive being stabbed and then stabbed again and then shot six times. Come on, mm-hmm. no. Um, but for some reason on this watch, it seemed like more within the realm of possibility that he was able to walk away from that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's the spirit of Halloween incarnate. Without yeah. Yeah. needing to be evil incarnate. They, like, actually say in the second one something about how he's, like, possessed by, like, the spirit of Halloween, actually. It's kind of funny. I mean, that's so strange to me because Halloween's not supposed to be evil and menacing. No. Yeah. But I can see why they're twisting it that way. Yeah. The scary movies. I mean, this was at the at the start of the satanic panic. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's fair. They, I think they say like it's like a Wiccan thing, and so they're like scared of the 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 Wiccans. Oh no! Yeah. Why? Why is it that that Wiccans are always portrayed as? Well, okay, this is a whole conversation about women and and movies, so we're not gonna yeah. do that right now. You know what movie doesn't <laughs> do that? Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost. Yeah. Heck yeah! Because the witch, uh. the witch in that movie ends up being a dude. Yeah, there's also a real witch's ghost that wants revenge, but... Yeah. But she's you know. a ghost. But she's yeah. a ghost. And also, there's a real Wiccan who's cool. Yeah, the yeah. Hex Girls. The I Hex Girls them. are so awesome. I love yeah. them. They're like, we're, we're... I think they said something about being, like, vegan or something. <laughs> I don't remember. They're eco... Eco-goths. eco-goths. Yes, that's the, the that's the term. That's such an awesome thing. That really is. I think... I think Michael Myers might be an eco goth. Michael yeah, Myers is an eco goth. Mm, how so? Um, I mean, he didn't eat any meat. <laughs> That's true. That's called being <laughs> vegan. <laughs> okay, but, but he's, he's got Scott. black hair. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Okay, and pale skin. That's true. Yeah, All right, the mask we don't... does. <laughs> Did you see that? Like the room that he put together. That right? was some goth he stuff. He takes yeah. a headstone yeah. out of the cemetery and carries it across town just to, like, yeah. place yeah. it in this death scene. Aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was all for aesthetic. There's also the scene with the pumpkin. Yeah, the pumpkin's, yeah. like, watching the makeout and stuff. Ugh. They're, like, doing the do and... Why do you have a jack-o'-lantern in your room? Yeah. Like, a real-life... Yeah organic jack-o'-lantern don't you know that michael myers can see everything through jack-o'-lanterns <laughs> yeah it's one of his powers yeah, he yeah. through all jack-o'-lanterns he's like hooked up through a neural link through his robot eye to like see everything through <laughs> speaking of you said that we saw his face for one second and he had crazy eyes and one he- of them was definitely cybernetic okay yeah he had like the left side of his face was like burned or something well the left side um, of his face Lori stabbed him in the eyeball with the hanger oh right and so right, like when okay. he took the mask off his eye was like gone because of that I and see. so like later on probably in like the next movie or the one after that he like ends up with the cybernetic eye i sure. i got that wrong it wasn't in this one it was in the next, it was in the next one, one. Mm-hmm. yeah got it. okay the, we do have to briefly, at least, talk about the music in this movie, because it's yes. so iconic. Yes. 
It's um, so good. So it's very good, and it's it's like always there, which at sometimes is annoying, but mm-hmm. at other times is like it just it feels like the um this presence in the back of your mind, and it kind of mm-hmm. drives you up a wall a little bit yeah. with the with the movie itself. And then mm-hmm. there's a moment toward the end, like as as the big confrontation is happening that the music just cuts out entirely and yeah. it mm. is silent for a little while and it to have that gone after you've been hearing it the whole movie is like yeah. really really incredible it's like yeah. even more disturbing yeah it's disturbing because it's playing throughout the whole movie and you're like okay michael it's trying to get give you the sense that michael is there constantly everywhere ready Mm -hmm. to pounce Mm -hmm. and when the music cuts out you're like either is he gone no wait he's not gone like where Where is is he he? where'd he go and and you're and like it's just laurie on screen when that happens and you're like oh yeah like this is what she's seeing right now yeah you know like she doesn't hear Mm -hmm. this music she's just out here outside looking for somebody who's trying to kill her and Mm -hmm. it's silent yeah Mm mm-hmm it's, like, really disturbing. And John Carpenter composed all that music himself, which is, like, really impressive, honestly. He, like, directed a whole movie, and then he was like, I'm gonna make music for it, too. <laughs> like, well, it was a good choice. It's, much. It gives me a lot of anxiety. Yeah. A- Kai, didn't you say this was your, uh, the Halloween song is your ringtone? Yes, it is my ringtone. Year-round. So yes. Commitment. That's yeah. a lot. I think you also have a jumpsuit that kind of looks like Michael Myers. I do. I have a Michael Myers jumpsuit. Yeah. I kind of oh wanted to God. be Michael nice. Myers for Halloween, but I hate wearing masks. Yeah. So I didn't. Mm. But I could if I wanted to, I guess. Mm-hmm. I do have pale skin and crazy hair, so maybe <laughs> I don't need a mask. <laughs> yeah. You could go as the uh, the Bashujo figure from the if the, you... an, the anime Michael Myers horror no. villain line. Of I'm sorry, figures. the what? Okay, so this is a thing that uh, one of my friends sends me like every every time like they come out with a new one. So like it's a line of like anime figures, but they're all like like slashers from like horror movies, <laughs> and mm. they have like. Uh, Freddy Krueger and Jason and uh, Pinhead and Michael Myers and they came out with Beetlejuice and they're coming. The, they I got a notification from my friend that coming soon there's gonna be a Pennywise one and they're all just anime girls dressed up <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, most of them are really bad. Yeah, the Pinhead one's really cool though. The, pin, the Pinhead one fits the aesthetic though because they don't like tone it down at all. Mm. Um, but, I don't know how I feel about anime girl slasher aesthetic. Yeah, uh, to be it's, honest with you, it's a little odd, honestly. Cool. Yeah. If you if if you dress up as Michael Myers, please fashion a cybernetic eye. Please, to, uh, I should. You have to stay true. You, should, you gotta wear like the inmate costume and the cybernetic yeah. eye. <laughs> yeah, you gotta carry around a fork too. Oh a yeah, fork. of course. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then I can go yeah. as Freddy Krueger and just follow you in the background everywhere. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, like, as a mentor, mentor figure. Yeah. And then, oh, we can have somebody be scream like walking on another sidewalk. Oh, yeah. it'd be fun. Yes. Sorry, the scream. It'd be like the parallels of like Lori and Michael, and then like Freddy Krueger, and then like so like it's Freddy Krueger, and then Michael, and then Michael kind of just like teaches Lori how to be like a serial killer, and then she picks up that bloody mask and like becomes the scream. And it's like she's like <laughs> resisting it, but like Michael's already taught her everything that she like, knows. Mm-hmm. She already it's... knows. She just has to give in. That's what yeah. she learned in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she did. She learned how to stab. She learned how to break through a window. Mm-hmm. She learned how to walk menacing. Did she learn how to walk? No, she walked around that house with that wind in a very cool shot. Mm-hmm. She can walk around menacingly. I know she can. Oh, she can do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that. That about gets us there. Um, yep. <laughs> great. I, the thing is, not a lot happens in this movie. Like, there's not a lot of plot, but there's a lot of things to talk about. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of atmosphere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's it's certainly, uh, from a filmmaking perspective, it's it does a lot of really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. 
It's a very simple plot, but, like, everything that happens in the movie is, like, really excellently shot, and, Mm -hmm. uh, like, the music is placed well, like, the editing in the film is really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, man. Of course you mentioned that, and I'm like, yeah, I like, I didn't even realize it, but compared to last mm-hmm. week, it's just like <laughs> it's done very well done compared to the Buffy movie. <laughs> Holy moly! Yeah, the scenes end when they're supposed to end. There's no people looking around awkwardly. All right, um, I think that gets us there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Ray and Marty, I suppose, uh, would you recommend? watching this movie to somebody who has never seen it before oh yeah definitely i would yeah um even if you're not a scary movie fan like i am this one's Mm -hmm. this one's scary in a different in the classic way i i used to be really scared to watch this movie Mm -hmm. and then like because like the just the concept of michael myers scared me as a kid but then Mm -hmm. like once i finally watched this movie it was like really good and i'm like happy that i watched it because it's it's so well shot and like it's not as scary as i thought it was gonna be but like it was scary enough that it still got to me like Mm -hmm. i thought it was Mm -hmm. wonderful yeah i like it it's i can see why a lot of people see this movie as one of the the scary movie classics Mm -hmm. it's scary in a way that you have to like a lot of good scary movies are, you have to think about it a little mm-hmm. bit on why it's scary. It's not just the fact that people are dying. Yeah. But why they're dying and how and what the intentions of the... Or lack of thereof of the, the killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that he has no personality makes it, like... Um, makes it even, like, scarier because, like, he could be, like, anyone with any kind of motivation and you don't even really yeah. know because you never hear from him. Yeah. Yeah. Except when he says, yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I say that, like, constantly. Yeah. He, he's like, yeah, right. baby. He, like, answers the phone a lot. <laughs> and, like, when Lori's like, hello, who is this? He just goes, yeah, baby, and then hangs it up. And mm-hmm. she, like, starts, like, freaking out because she's like, who is this? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Kai, would you recommend watching this movie to somebody who had never seen it before? <laughs> yes, I absolutely would. Even if you don't like horror movies, I think you would still like it. It's more like suspenseful, I would say, and there's yeah. not a lot of blood, so I think mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. I think most people can watch this and enjoy it. Alrighty, mm-hmm. well, let's let's uh, start wrapping up here um, and touch once more on the Spooky Pride Donation Drive event. Uh, it's wrapping up. Yagi. It's Halloween today when this episode comes out. Yes. And the drive runs until November 2nd. So you still have time to get in on this. Yes. It's... Yes. Spooky Pride is upon us. You can help keep our jack-o'-lanterns uh, stocked up for mm-hmm. us by by providing us with donations anything uh that's any donations that are five dollars or higher we're gonna give you some special tricks and treats Mm -hmm. uh like some secret bonus podcasts that are in the works you'll get uh first person first person uh first access to those we're working on a spooky song by some of the members Mm -hmm. of lunar light that is going to be really fun yep and we're also drawing a poster i'm actually helping with that one Heck yeah, talk yeah. about it. Ross is uh Ross is doing like uh like sketches right now of like everyone from the Lunar Light family into like a fun spooky Halloween poster and I'm gonna help uh line and color it, I think. We're all wearing costumes. Yeah, we're all really wearing great. costumes mm-hmm. and it's like it's super adorable. Like so far, like f- from what we have, it's like amazing and I feel like y'all are really gonna love it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's only if you've been a donor with us for six months or more. So, mm-hmm. but if you if you don't start donating now, you might get some cool stuff next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
if you can't donate, that's okay. We're not here to, to force you to give us money if you don't have it, but we'd really appreciate it if you could tell your friends and family, your fellow Michael Myers, your fr- Freddy Kruegers out there. Your screams. Not Loomis. Not Loomis. Don't tell we Loomis. Don't, we don't want his money. So yeah, tell your friends if you can't donate, because we can only spread and grow by word of mouth, and we do all of this for you. With mm-hmm. all the support and love that you give us and will continue to give us, we really appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Alrighty. Um, well, uh, it's okay. I'm like getting bummed out because I keep saying Halloween is going to be over and spook footage is going to be over, but it's only October 27th when we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the so. nostalgia factor is already starting to kick in. Yeah. yeah. The fact um, that, like, this is the last podcast for this month is just, like, sad. Yeah. Maybe I'll keep going. <laughs> we, still have to, we still have to record one. Yeah, we still have to record one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I guess I'll say, I know that the both of you haven't been here for the whole month but thank you for coming on thank you for all the guests that watch spooky movies with us Mm -hmm. uh we hope you you had fun listening thank you marble thank you mars thank you hannah and thank you kai and marty yeah thank you guys for having us yeah i really enjoyed this was a very special time for me this was my first time on mock footage and uh it was the perfect time because like it's it's Halloween, and we watched Halloween, and we had a good time. Yeah, it, it was, the stars aligned, <laughs> yeah. truly. Um, where can people find some more? I mean, we've mentioned it a couple of times. Where, where can people find Netflix and Kill, your, your great show? Oh, thank you. Uh, people can find us on Twitter at Netflix underscore in underscore kill. You can find us at LunarLightStudio.com, along with all the other awesome Lunar Light podcasts. Go listen to them all. I can't make you, mm. but mm. I'm going to strongly like, should. imply and stare at you until you do it, because they're all really yeah. good. You can't you can't see Kyla's eyes, but you can you can feel them boring yeah. into you. <laughs> My cybernetic you can feel eye. Them through the yes. <laughs> Your cybernetic eye can force people to listen to our network. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, listen to a new podcast while you're, while you're carving pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess this is coming out on Halloween, so you're probably not carving um, pumpkins. Oh, here you, you go. Maybe, listen to some podcasts while you make some pumpkin pie. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Or like roasting yeah. pumpkin seeds. Or just hanging out favorite. with your family while you cook. Have a listening party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could put on our podcast while you're doing a Halloween party. Yeah. Never know. People might think it's fun. And they'll be like, wow, who are those cool folks that we just listened to? Yeah. And you'll be like, that was Lunar Light Studio. They're pretty witty and gay. And yeah. then you snap your fingers, and they're you, hooked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you probably don't have to say all that, because we just did. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, we can say it again. We can pull a Loomis and keep like reiterating the same information over yeah. and over again. Lunar Light Studio. We're pretty witty and gay. Mm-hmm. Um, as for mock footage, you can find us as always on Twitter at mock footage or send an email to mock footage at gmail.com and please start sending us some more suggestions because we're out of the spooky month and we do have a long list of movies to get through, but we can fool around with the order as we so please. Yeah. Did you, did you want to plug your own Twitters? Oh, uh, sure. You can follow me on Twitter at Kai the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And you can find me at Frosty the R zero bot. Um, I post about Spider-Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's Contrary fun. to belief and that Alan I... And Rickman. <laughs> yes. And, uh, I mean, good, good, not so much Good Omens anymore, but... I did post uh, a lot about Good Omens. I still want M- <laughs> Michael Sheen to come on our podcast, though. Yeah. Make it You work, hear that, Michael? Michael. <laughs> Myers, Sheen. Michael Sheen Michael Myers. Michael Sheen Myers. He says, yeah, baby, and then you tear off the mask and realize it's a zero pill. <laughs> <laughs> um, and another big, big thank you to Mark Youngerman for the use of Ghost Ball that we used during the intro for the Spook Footage Month of Halloween event. Um, thanks again for the permission to use your song. Really appreciate it. It's a good one. Thank you all for listening to mock footage let's figure out what our favorite line from the movie was and call it a day Ooh, okay i wrote one down actually oh yes i need this so my favorite is 
it's Halloween. Everyone's entitled to one good scare. Because I oh, think that's yeah. a yeah. good philosophy. That's really good. Alright, Halloween friends. Have fun. Stay safe out there. Have a good night. Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. Welcome to the ad firm of Parker, Lennox, and Rose. Our job is to take your brand and bring it to the forefront of the cultural zeitgeist. None of us have studied advertising. In fact, we don't know anything about business at all. The one thing we do know is how to make your product a viral failure. Coke is just better than Dr. Pepper because Coke did not... Dr. Pepper already did their own advertising by having an actual advertisement where the slogan was, It's not for women. <laughs> <laughs> this is Advertising. Brought to you by Lunar Light Studio every other Monday. Available on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.